We are back again with our next um, podcast on 2355. So those who are just now joining us in the series, um, 2355 um, is referencing that there's 23 hours and 24 hours in a day, but we're talking about the other 23 hours and 55 minutes. Most people spend just um, five minutes a day praying really quickly. And so our heart behind the series is bringing God into all areas of our life, not just that quick prayer that we might have in the morning uh, or our short time um, in reading our Bible, but really bringing God into each moment. And so this week I have Cassandra back with me again, um, joining me. So I can give you a chance to say hi. Hi, everyone. And yes, I hope that uh, you all are enjoying this series as much as I am talking about life beyond the prayer. Uh, what happens in addition to the prayer. <laughs> and so, so this week we're going to talk about, um, many of us have heard the verse, um, in first Thessalonians five, when, um, when Paul's talking about praying without ceasing. So many people hear that and they're like, oh, you know, they roll their eyes, they, they slump down in their chair and they feel like that's impossible. Like, what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to pray without ceasing? And so we're going to dive into looking at that more in depth of what a life like that looks like, you know, cause I know many people probably ask like, Joanna, do you really do that? Like, is that what your life looks like? Like, are you continually in prayer? And my response is yes, <laughs> actually I am. But, but you don't look like a monk. You don't walk around, you know, um, uh, pray with mumbling all the time and you you're not holding a rosary all the time and you're not you know looking sad all the time <laughs> so really what it means and I know what Paul was encouraging us to do was inviting God continuously into our lives throughout the day throughout each moment um and so I know for me what that looks like is inviting God into every moment throughout my day. And much of my thought life is spent in conversation with the Lord. I'm not just thinking amongst just myself. I'm, I am inside in constant connection with the Lord. So maybe for some, they don't realize like God hears our every thought, knows our every thought. And so we can pray to ourselves in our mind and be in prayer and connection with him. And so I'm inviting God into many moments throughout my day of asking, you know, the Lord for direction, asking him for wisdom, um, seeking what it is that he's saying at different times. Um, and so I know a lot of people think, well, you're a counselor. Of course, maybe you do that. I'm like, no, it's something I've always done when I, when I stayed home and I took care of my kids with different jobs that I've had, I've always invited God into every aspect of our life. And so that's much of the heart behind, you know, 2355 is all the other hours and minutes of the day of bringing God into that. And so a huge part of it, and it's helpful because when you're in connection, your relationship with God throughout the day, it, it shifts your direction. It shifts your thought life and it, it brings life definitely into a whole different perspective when you're consciously aware that God is in connection with you. And so um, so I know for many, this is like a new concept of like, wow, 
really, you know, and it's more of developing a habit too within us of being in connection and conversation with the Lord and desiring to have God a part of our everyday throughout our life, um, throughout, you know, wherever it is we're working, whatever it is that we're doing, um, staying in connection with him. And so I know for some, this is going to, this is really going to be stretching just to begin to hear this. Um, but I encourage people just start, start to in a space of just kind of being aware, you know, of, of where your thought life is, um, where your mind is going, what direction you're headed throughout the day. Um, and just begin to maybe more frequently throughout the day, start talking to the Lord, like just, um, in your mind and in your heart of, asking him, you know, if things are going really hard, like at work, asking God for direction, if something great happens, giving him gratitude, like in small steps, beginning to include, um, that conversation with him throughout the rest of your day. And it's interesting because when you start to do that, things start to shift, your mindset begins to shift. Um, I believe as we invite God into things, we look throughout scripture, David, I, he's first one comes to mind just because we're studying him right now um, in our Psalms Bible study. But David invited God into all of his moments. I mean, David talked to God about battle. David talked to God when he was sad. David talked to God when he messed up. David, I mean, David was continually in connection and relationship with the Lord, not just at certain times, but you can tell from the Psalms all the time. And um, because the Psalms, we have to remember just songs. So we're only getting a certain aspect, just a portion of David's life. So outside of that, I'm sure there were many more conversations and connection and time um, that we know that David had with the Lord. And we know what's also recorded in the rest of the Old Testament. And so he invited God into all of his moments. And you see it constantly, um, that David's seeking him, seeking him, seeking him. And even in conversation with other people, seeking the Lord independently and together and asking God what to do with this and that, and, and not holding back from having that constant conversation with him. So Cassandra, I'm going to give you uh, a moment to share, um, ways in which you invite God in throughout your day. Well, I, I like that you brought David up because definitely um, he was one who had conversation and connection with the Lord. And I think it it's a frame of mind. Um, we have to be aware of our thought life, just like you said. And something I realized a long time ago is that there are always thoughts in my head. There are always thoughts in my head. Um, and, but I can direct them mm -hmm. and I can direct them toward the Lord and it can be the same topic. Mm -hmm. You know, if, I, if I'm concerned about something, instead of trying to figure out what I'm going to do about it, I can take it to the Lord in prayer. And it, it's just changing my thought life into prayer life. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so important. We can, um, really change the the tone of our, um, our atmosphere that we bring with us when we are in a prayerful mode instead of a stressful mode. Mm -hmm. And it does help alleviate so much of, I believe that stress. And when we begin to train and shift our direction that way that I know that as 
I have, you know, especially, you know, we can touch on thought life a little bit as I've begun to shift and understand God's perspective in his direction and in seeking him and then receiving those things from him, it definitely changes my whole entire day, my, my attitude, how I see things, how I view things and reminding myself constantly of who he is and allowing him to speak over, um, different circumstances and different things. Cause I know for me, some days where, um, you know, there are seasons where I don't do it as much, probably sometimes it is because of the weightiness of stress or the busyness that happens in life. Um, that I often too have to slow myself back down and move myself back into a space where I'm consistently staying in connection. And that helps regulate me in a whole different way. Um, as I remain in that posture in my mind and in my attitude of receiving from him and hearing the things that he has to say about the things that are in front of me, be it my kids, be it clients that I'm working with, um, decisions that I have to make, um, and then also just in celebration of gratitude, you know, for the things, you know, a good sunset, a great lunch, um, different things of just being thankful, um, for the way that God made things and appreciating those things, um, definitely has a huge impact, um, on me. I know when I'm noticing and I I'm having an attitude of gratitude of just being thankful for the small things and not so much that I have to, I know that it's easy to um, get consumed with, you know, and definitely in different seasons with all the things that are happening around and missing what I say, the fingerprints of God that remind us that he's, that he's here, um, in the, in the little things that sometimes we miss. And so, so kind of going back, give yourself some grace, you know, if you've used to be really good at doing this and you're in a time where you've forgotten. And some of us, I think need the reminder because life can feel like a tsunami. Um, and where we're just kind exactly. of in survival and, and we're no longer in this constant connection and it's going back, it's moving back into that place of being like, oh yes, you know, um, and right now I'm thinking like my counseling brain's going, you know, I'm thinking about co-regulating, you know, and so when we regulate ourselves with the Lord and then staying in, you know, his peace and connection, um, scripture talks about in his presence, his fullness of joy, like remaining in this space has a huge impact um, on our moments and, and allows for a shifting, um, in perspective on the things that we're encountering going through. So, so if you've moved away from it, I encourage you to move back to it. Give yourself some grace. We all go through seasons. It happens. Um, and if you've never done it before, begin to practice it. And notice I said, practice, not perfection, <laughs> not, you're just going to arrive, but beginning to develop this part in, inside your thought life of being in connection with the Lord and noticing and paying attention to the things that he's saying based on the circumstances, um, that you're in. Cause I know for me, this first before used to be like, what? That's a lot. How does somebody do that? You know, and like you were joking, you know, um, monk and nun, and, you know, and we think about those people who commit their life to prayer in a different way. And it's just like, okay, well, what about the rest of us? You know, what does that look like having a life of prayer and inviting God into our moments? And, um, because the more we become aware, you know, we talked about last time, like learning to hear his voice and those who struggle with hearing his voice. And then as you 
begin to pay attention and notice more and um, slow down more often, you you start to see life and gain his perspective and you start to hear his voice um, for different things. Like I remember right now, I'm thinking about one time I was um, standing in line um, to pay for lunch and the Lord very strongly like told me to buy lunch for the person behind me. And I was like, I really don't want to. I was kind of like, I got to go. And that's really awkward, you know? And I went to go walk out and I, I joke. And I said, he literally like screamed. He's like, buy lunch for the person. So I turned around and I like looked at them and I was like, Hey, I feel like I'm supposed to buy you lunch. And this lady started crying and she's so thankful. And, but I, I think about, you know, if one, if I wasn't in connection with the Lord, I wouldn't notice whatever he was saying. And two, by not, you know, by not answering, I would have missed out. But having that posture, that mindset of being in connection, we get the opportunity to be a part of special moments and things that God's doing. And I know for this person, it, it greatly blessed them that day. Um, because I found out just through brief conversation, she's one that serves so many people and it blessed her because I had, you know, I was obedient at that moment and I had bought her lunch and I know it was a blessing on her because she's always pouring out. And, and so I was so thankful and I thought about, gosh, I would have missed that moment if I wasn't listening and if I didn't follow through. So I say that to encourage some who are like, oh, okay. <laughs> so Joanna walks it. Yes. Joanna has moments where she's like, Lord, we're tired and we don't want to, <laughs> but, um, but also just being in that posture and that mindset of connection with God, hearing his voice, knowing his voice, learning his voice. And a lot of that comes through the praying without ceasing, inviting him in being aware and, and beginning to train ourselves, you know, to hear his voice. And, and then we get to, you know, sometimes have the opportunity to be a part of something really neat, um, as we go about our day and, and then to hear what God's saying, you know, I think about my kids times where the Lord's like, you know, I want to go bite their head off and God's like, slow down, you know, and, and at different moments when he's spoken to me about different things, um, and, and I'm thankful, you know, that I've learned to hear his voice. I've learned to be in connection with him. And then, you know, that I followed through, um, in those moments and have found out, you know, with different kids, they had things going on in their lives and I was about ready to go parent them like crazy, you know, and if I would have done that, who knows what would have happened, but all of that comes from a life that is cultivated in a posture of being in connection with the Lord all the time. And so I want to give you a moment to talk, Sandra, with any thoughts after everything I said. Well, I really like that you brought up uh, practicing because it it isn't something that you're just going to wake up one day and automatically be able to to feel comfortable in praying without ceasing, being in uh, connection with the Lord all day. Um, it does, it does take some practice and it's, it's a little different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody will have a different, uh, approach and a different reaction. And, uh, like you were talking about, uh, hearing the prompting of the Holy spirit to, to buy, uh, lunch for the lady. Well, that takes practice too, mm -hmm. hearing and responding. Mm -hmm. Um, but I love also that you brought up your kids because um, a lot of times 
whether it's with our kids or on the job or whatever, but it really hit me with my kid. Um, sometimes we think we know exactly what we need to do, mm -hmm. but if we are in communication with the Lord and if we are in prayer and our um, conversation keeps going throughout the day, then God will help us uh, hopefully not make things worse than they are. Like you said, it, you know, they're going through something that we don't know about because we know they don't like to share all the time. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but he knows, he knows. And if we can stay in communication with him, he'll help, help us in more ways than we could ever imagine. Yes. And it it's funny because as you're, as you were talking, I was thinking, of course, we should connect with the man that can hear everybody's thoughts and has got the inside perspective. I mean, it's like, of course, why wouldn't we? But it's true. Um, and, and so, and that's much of our heart behind today's topic is inviting God into all of our moments, not just ending at the prayer, but throughout the day in each aspect, learning how to hear his voice for us and in our lives and, and then carrying that further and, and using that. Um, and it does change things. It changes things so much as we, as we grow in connection with the Lord, we learn to hear his voice. We invite him throughout our, throughout the day. And it doesn't matter what our job is. Um, I remember hearing stories from like Chris Volton, he talks about out of Bethel, but he talks about when he was fixing cars, you know, like he would pray and God would show yeah. him different things. And it's just like, and we don't realize how much we can invite God into each moment and asking him for direction and asking for ideas and perspective um, as we go forward and staying in, you know, aware and in connection and in tune with like what God's doing, what he's saying. And that it's such a great opportunity um, for many of us. And it's a place of such deep, joy and satisfaction um of being in relationship with him being in connection with him enjoying that part um of who god is because he desires you know and i think that's a big thing to point out which i haven't yet he desires to be a part of our life he desires to be a part of our days he desires to be in connection with us he longs to be near to us and and so when we begin to pray without ceasing, we begin to invite him into a space that he already desires to be. And then in that we're changed through it. Things begin to shift in our life and powerful things begin to happen as we do that. So really in reality, we're missing out <laughs> when we yeah, don't. I, I agree. And, and I would say that uh, praying without ceasing is probably one of the best ways to build relationship with the Lord because mm -hmm. I believe from that like you said we will we will begin to study more yeah. we'll understand more we'll we'll hear better uh, and it can it can only lead to improving our connection mm -hmm. with God yes yes so I think we're gonna stop here for this week because I, I know we've given a big chunk for some people to talk about uh, talk about think about um, and, you know, go talk to somebody about it too. Um, but we are, are just our challenge really in all of this, in this whole series is inviting God into all aspects of our life. Um, not just ending at our quick prayers, but really living a life that, um, that allows for God's 
presence and perspective to begin to change us. And not because he's controlling, but because God desires to be close to us. He desires to have this deep relationship with us. And, um, and it is where joy is found. It's not where, um, gosh, it's not where death is found. It's not where horrible things are found. Like as we begin to pursue the way that God designed us. And, you know, because we look back in the garden, they were in connection with the Lord. There was this open, open connection and communication that they had with God that, that was severed, you know, and we have, when Jesus came to die in in acts two, we have the, the entering of the Holy spirit and the restoring of God's connection with us. And so, and that was such a powerful thing that happened in that moment that I don't think, you know, I always say, I don't think we talk about it enough of, of the restoring of being able to hear God's voice. Cause in the old Testament, they heard God's voice on the outside, you know, sometimes through prophets and different things like that. But after acts chapter two, it was the bringing back of the Holy spirit living within each one of us and yes. staying in this constant connection with God in his presence close with him. And so it's like, why would we not tap into being connected with our creator and experiencing him throughout the day and hearing his voice and having that close relationship that he desires for us to have with him, not because he wants to control us, but because he is our father, he's our source of life. Um, and I, I know for many people, that's such a new concept because so many people feel like, oh, praying without ceasing means God just wants to control every aspect. And that's not that's not true. He is, he is a good, like a good parent. You know, if you could sit there sometimes on your kid's shoulder and speak truth into them all the time, I think many of us would desire to do that sometimes, um, depending on what season they're in, but it's like, but it's realizing, you know, how many of us love the company and the enjoyment of our kids and having relationship with them and, um, and having that close, you know, as they grow, you know, as they become adults, moves more into friendship and enjoying them. And it's realizing God desires that same thing with us, that same type of connection. Um, I just picture before we were starting this, I was thinking about, you know, constant text messages, you know, throughout the day, I'll text my husband, ask how he's doing and vice versa and things like that. And, you know, I'll check on my kids and it's like, when's the last time you texted God throughout the day? You know, when's the last time you reached out to him? When's the last time you invite your space and allowing him, um, and doing that same thing, just like we would anybody else, um, and bringing God into our every moment. So, well, like I already said, we're going to stop here for this week. Um, and so I just encourage each one of you. Um, my prayer is that God would begin to invade your space in a whole different way that you would begin to experience him. Like you never have before that you would begin to grow in relationship and connection with him and that your lives would just be impacted and changed. And so I'm excited as we continue to go forward, um, in this series, I'm excited to see what God does next. Um, and to hear the stories of just way, the way people's lives are changed as they start to step out in this new area of praying without ceasing. Um, I look forward to hearing what God begins to do um, in each person's life. And so my prayer is that, you know, the things that stand in the way of you hearing his voice clearly, that those things would be removed. Um, if there's shame, if there's guilt, that those walls would begin to be taken down. And if it's something that you're struggling with, that you would begin to talk to God about those things. So blessings over um, each one of you. Um, 
I'm thankful for you and we will see you all next week. And thank you, Cassandra, for joining me again. Um, it's been fun doing the series with you. <laughs> Always. So we'll see you all next week.
Oh, thankful for you, friend. (laughs) So, well, we will see you all uh, next week and blessings to each one of you. Well, I'm so glad that you decided to join us this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed our discussion. Um, And as we went deeper into this topic, and next week we'll be continuing with our series 2355. And remember, connection makes us stronger. To find out more about the ministry, go to joannasnow.com. Blessings to each one of you, and we'll see you all next week.